0: Hey there. Are you a spiritual seeker looking for the perfect way to blend your physical, spiritual, emotional, and mental health and well-being practices? Maybe you already have an interest in yoga or astrology or want to learn more about yoga's sister science, Jyotish, or Vedic astrology? Well then, I'm super glad you're here, and I'd like to extend you a very warm welcome to the Yogi Scopes podcast. I'm your host, Rosemary Holbrook. I'm a yoga teacher and a Vedic sidereal astrologer, meaning I use the sidereal zodiac, so some of the signs might be different from what you're used to. To get a free copy of your sidereal birth chart, please visit my website yogiscopes.com chart. Now let's get started. I'm glad you're here. Hello friends. I am wondering how Saturn retrograde is going for you. So if you want to shoot me a message either in the Facebook group, you can even make a post in there if you don't care if it's public, but you can find my like Facebook profile in there. I post all the time. Um, you won't be able to mistake which one's me, or on Instagram at Yogi Scopes. I'd really like to hear more from y'all about how this Saturn retrograde is going, like maybe what y'all are doing with it, or um, yeah, how it's how it's treating you, how how you're hanging. Because I feel like that's um, one of the more predominant energies. And I'm curious to see what creative things folks are implementing to work with it. And so if you don't know, if this is your first episode, I'm really glad you're here listening to this podcast. If it's not your first episode, I am also really glad you're here listening to this podcast. But we've been talking about Saturn retrograde. I did a whole episode about it. It's kind of underlying everything right now and next week it's moving back into Capricorn which I plan so here's the thing in in an email to one of you Tina in fact I said oh I'll talk more about that on the podcast this week and then I looked at my calendar um and decided that Because the way things are going, it seems like I'm landing on releasing these episodes on Thursdays. uh, And that seems to be going well. So I used to try to do it on Wednesdays. Anyway, the next full moon is on next Wednesday. And I was like, I can't put out two episodes between now and the full moon. So I need to make this one the full moon, even though I said I was going to talk about. Um, Rahu and K2 and Saturn I'm gonna just flip-flop them switch them up I'm gonna talk about the full moon today and Rahu and K2 and Saturn next week so it's still coming um and actually this this person in the email Tina she told me that you, wouldn't, you told me you wouldn't be able to get to it until Friday anyway, so I hope you're not too upset or I hope anybody else, if I happen to have inadvertently said that to somebody else and I don't remember saying it, um, just know that it's coming next week and we're going to talk about the full moon because the way things are going now in the Yogi Scopes membership and for here, if you're not in the membership, um, I have implemented because I've been pulling the email list and... The members and stuff, and asking people wherever I have places for you all to respond to me, either in the membership, my email list, or in the Facebook group, what you would like, what would be helpful for you to implement this stuff in your daily life. And the response I got was sort of like small, bite sized, like meditation tricks or, you know, little meditations on a regular basis that are more small and bite sized. Um, to work with this stuff, so what I came up with was a 30 minute we'll do a light movement because I think it's good, like, it's not going to be like a full yoga practice or anything because it's 30 minutes. Like, most of the movements will probably be on the ground or seated. Um, and in the 30 minute span, we'll spend 10 or so minutes moving, and so the first 10 or so minutes, I'll probably run my mouth about astrology. And then we'll get moving a little bit, and then we'll have about a ten-minute meditation every Monday at six a.m. Eastern time, and that's live. And you can go to yogiscopes.com/slash Moonday because this is how I came up with it. Mondays are ruled by the moon, so Moonday. That makes sense, right? Like why we call it Moonday, and in Spanish it's lunes, like Luna. Anyway, um, so Mondays are ruled by the moon. And the moon rules over the mind and emotions. So to set our intentions, set our mindset for the week, it makes sense to do that first thing Monday morning. And so anyway, I wasn't super stoked about the 6 a.m. time. Not going to lie, but I was like, I know that works for a lot of people. So I did. I put a poll in the Facebook group and I said, what times, and I picked times that would work for me. I picked 6 a.m., 9 a.m., or 12 noon, and 6 a.m. got the most votes. I think not. Or noon was like, only got like one vote or something. And anyway, so 6 a.m. it is, and it's only 30 minutes, and it's on Zoom, and it's free for everybody. So all you have to do is go to yogiscopes.com slash moonday, M-O-N, two O's, M-O-O-N, d-a-y just like monday but with two o's Moonday, um and register and you can register for one or you can register for several so that you get the zoom details and it adds it to your calendar so you get reminded and um yeah we'll see you there and if you want the recordings though if you can't make it live recordings will go in the membership because that's just how i figured things out technology wise uh the Place I House Recordings is the membership. So members get it all. And if you want it, join the membership. So that's that. I hope to see you all on Monday. So the reason I bring that up is because the way that's going to work is on Mondays, we have Moon Day Meditations. We'll do a light, gentle movement. And um, then on Wednesdays, we have... Class, The Yogi Scopes class. And right now for the month of July, that's only available for members. During June, I was running it free in the Facebook group. Turns out the only people showing up really were members anyway. Or at least unless y'all were watching the replays and not telling me. uh, Not commenting or anything. But so because another tech thing I ran into is I just haven't figured out yet how to make it drop in. So right now the booking link is only available to members. So look, y'all, the price of the membership is $17.99 a month. Like, and you get, you could come to, you could get the recording of the moon day. You could get the class, the weekly class. You get a weekly bonus podcast episode. You get the monthly moon circles and you get like whatever else I feel like throwing in there because I love the members. I love you all. But anyway, you should join or you can buy yearly and you save I think one month or maybe two months. I can't remember. It's been a while since I've done the math, but you save money if you join yearly. Um, so yeah, so sign up for that. It's worth it. I've tried to make it worth your time. And yeah, so there's that. So that's how that works. So this podcast, so basically the Monday and Wednesday classes are gonna be based on whatever the previous week's podcast episode was about. So this week, today, as I'm recording this, it's July 6th. We did a flow to align with the energies I talked about for the overarching energies of the month of July on last week's episode. So next week, Moon Day and the class we have on Wednesday um, is going to have to be about the full moon also because the full moon is on Wednesday. And you know what? This is something I was thinking about doing. So because I love to hear from podcast listeners, if you go on social media um like instagram or something go on instagram find Yogi Scopes, just like this podcast is spelled and dm me i will send you a link a private link to one time drop in to next wednesday's full moon practice if you want to come if you're a podcast listener i love when y'all reach out to me so i'll reward that behavior with a free drop in to next wednesdays um it's at 8 a.m eastern time and if you can't make it the recordings are in the membership so But if you can make it to 8am Eastern time and you want to drop in, just shoot me a DM on Instagram and yeah, and you can do that. So now let's talk about the full moon because I wanted to share about that stuff because that's some kind of Saturn retrograde stuff I've been doing is trying to think about the structure of how I, my business, right? This is Yogi Scopes. Yogi Scopes is my business. It's my livelihood. And the, so the structure of how I do it, I want to make it so that it works in my life and so that it works for y'all. And so that's what I've been doing with Saturn retrograde. So to tie that whole conversation back to the beginning, I want to hear how you're working with Saturn retrograde, or if you could use some tips, you can also reach out to me about that too. So anyway, full moon coming up next week. And then after that, we will talk about, um, Rahu and K2 on next week's episode. Yeah. So full moon. The Full moon is happening next Wednesday. So just a week, shy, about shy of a week from when this episode drops. It drops on Thursday, July 7th, 7, twenty 7, two. 22. Um, so it's happening next Wednesday, July 13th at 2.37 p.m. Eastern time. So as y'all know, I've said it once, I'll say it again, because I heard somewhere that it takes on average of saying of hearing something like 30 times before students pick it up. And that was in relation to yoga classes. So it's like a student has to hear a cue 30 times before it lands. So anyway, with new and full moons. And really with anything astrological because like, so some of the bigger stuff I talk about like Saturn retrograde is happening for months. You have months to integrate what it is that I'm talking about. So I would actually even encourage you to like revisit those episodes sometimes if you kind of forget when I like at the beginning of this episode when I said how Saturn retrograde treating you if you forgot if you listened to that episode and you already forgot go back to it, you know, it's okay. That's why it's there. So you can go back to it and revisit. But I try to bring it up too because, you know, when I'm explaining the astrology of the new and full moon, I'm not just telling you about the moon. I'm trying to tell you the greater context of of everything happening in the sky. That's what makes it different than, you know, the moon moves through the signs, all of them, every lunar cycle. So every 28 days, there's actually 13 lunar cycles in a calendar year. So every 28 days... Uh, the moon moves through every single one of the signs, and it's in context of everything else happening in the sky that we get the nuances. And so, I encourage you every new moon to kind of set your intentions for the month, and every full moon to um, set your intentions for what you're going to release to create space for. Your next new moon intentions, release things that are no longer serving you. But again, it's like you set the intention, but then you spend the rest of that phase, you know, the rest. So from a full moon, you spend the rest of the waning phase until the new moon, kind of putting that intention into action. So if you don't do it the day of the full moon, if you do it a day or two before, a day or two after, it's fine, as long as you do it sometime like the week of. I think that's a really good practice to just one time per month. To set new intentions for the month per lunar cycle, whatever, and one time per month at least to release stuff, release things that aren't serving you, release ways of being, habits, um, goals that turned out to not be aligned. And how do you get an idea of what exactly to release or set intentions? We look at the archetypes of the astrology. So here we are the full moon is happening in sidereal Sagittarius. In the the Nakshatra, the lunar mansion of Uttara Shada. And so I'm going to describe to you in a moment the archetype of Uttara Shada. But I just want to say it is one of a few pairs of lunar mansions. So there's Purva Shada and Uttara Shada. And those are both in Sagittarius. And then we also have um, Purva and Uttara. So Purva and Uttara we have the Shadas, the Falgunis, and the Badrapattas. And so those happen in Paris. So that's just, I'm not going to get too in the weeds about that right now. But the point is, why I bring that up, in January, the first new moon of the year was in Purva Shada in Sagittarius. And so one of the things I want to, a seed I want to plant in your head is looking back over the past six months since January, since the first new moon of the year, and now it's a full moon and we're six months into the year. So really, you can do this anytime. Any new or full moon, the one roughly six months before it will be in the same sign. That's just like how it works because um that's how... math stuff um so if if your brain doesn't work like that just trust me on it but if your brain does it's cool to notice that that's how the cycles of the, the moon play out so it just moves the the new and full moon will move through the signs each month and so six months prior the opposite so like right now it's a full moon so six months ago the new moon was in the same sign so same idea with the next um, new moon, six months prior, there was a full moon in the same sign, right? Does that make sense? Um anyway, I hope that does. But the point is right now, so this is like I bring that up because I don't like to make two like fantastical claims about astrology. Like I want you all to know, like this is this is just how it works. It's not like some kind of crazy, whoa, the stars just align this way. Like, you know, it happens every six months. So every six months or so, if you want to, this just works out great because we're halfway through the calendar year, because as much as I love astrology and studying those cycles, we are still very much impacted by the cycles that our society uses, which is the Gregorian calendar. So as much as I would love to just like be totally ruled by the moon, I still use a calendar because so does every freaking buddy else. And it's a good tool. Anyway, um so we're six months of the way through the year. We're halfway through the year, and it just so happens that the full moon right now, halfway through the year, is lining up to the first new moon of the year that happened on January 2nd, and I did a whole big workshop about it. The workshop the recording of the workshop is still in the membership. If you wanted to like you, if you sign up for the membership today, you would get access to that. But either way, if you've been listening to this podcast this long, or you like came to that workshop or watched the recording in the membership already. Um, hopefully, even if you didn't do any of those things, maybe you set some kind of New Year's resolution or um, new moon intention for the month of January. But in January, I was encouraging you to set intentions for the whole entire year. Um, and now here we are halfway through the year, and we're having this full moon. In the same sign, it's a different nakshatra, but they're they're a pair still, right? So that one, the new moon was in Purva Ashada. This one's in Uttara Um So it's just bringing this, like, beautiful closure. And another reason I bring that up, what made me even think of it, because, you know, only, like, sometimes will I go back and bring up, like, the last time this transit happened, blah, blah, blah. You know, whatever, like I don't necessarily do that every episode, but the reason what made me think of it this episode is because Utara Shada means final victory. That's what it translates over. And I was like, huh, you know, what have we had? At, you know, maybe, maybe you have, maybe you haven't had final victory over some kind of intention you set in January. And that doesn't necessarily mean, because y'all might know. If you've listened to my podcasts for a while, you've probably heard me say, like, setting intentions is not like a once and done. I mean, I already said it once in this episode. It's not a once and done thing. It's like you set an intention and you bring it into a way of being if you, like, really want to make. That's what Sankalpa is. I did an episode about that on the Science of Light last year around the end of the year. You could go back to... um I don't remember the title of it, but you could search the Science of Light and type in Sankalpa and it'll come up. S-A-N-K-A-L-P-A. Um, type that in your search bar in your podcast player and you'll find it. Um, anyway, if you want to hear more about that, about the yoga of intention setting. So it's not just like something you do once and then it's done and your intention magically comes to you. It's it, You embody it and bring it into a way of being. And so maybe... You set some kind of intention like that for a New Year's resolution or whatever, your January new moon intention, or if you came to the new moon workshop at the beginning of the year where we set intentions for the whole year, maybe you have access to that somewhere written down. Maybe you don't, but is there anything, and if you haven't been doing this, stick around and I'll teach you how to start doing this so then in, you know, six months from now when I'm like, hey, look back on the last six months or last year. You can like have something to go back to. I highly recommend it. I have a journal that I call my transit journal. And it's just I write down like I can go back to January and look and where I wrote down new moon in Sagittarius. And I can go back and look at that. If you don't already have something like that, I encourage it. It can be like a regular journal. And you just journal in that way. When I give you journal prompts at the end of this episode of every one of these episodes, I encourage you to keep them in one place like that. So when I, you know, periodically ask you to revisit, you have that somewhere. But anyway, think back to January. Whether you have it somewhere written down or not, did you set any kind of new moon intentions in January or New Year's resolutions and have you had victory over those in any kind of way? Maybe maybe the victory is like now you've incorporated that into a way of being like for example, I think I, I even used this example in the January podcast episode. Um, like, if you, a lot of people set new New Year's resolutions around like losing weight or whatever, you know, that's a, just a common one. This is going to be the year I get fit again, right? <laughs> like, I've done that before, guilty. Um, but so you don't set your goal to just start going to the gym four or five times a week from never ever going. Maybe you set your goal to I'm going to go once this week or I'm going to go, you know, four times but only for 15 minutes each just to kind of set the habit and then I'll start staying longer, right? Maybe your victory over that looks like at this point you have incorporated it more into life or maybe it looks like you've actually like checked that goal off if it is. So a lot of times I encourage you to set intentions that are more a way of being oriented, but sometimes sometimes. You could set intentions that are outcome oriented. So maybe you have achieved an outcome or maybe not. But how are we going to incorporate this into this full moon, right? So in the greater scheme of the sky, Saturn is also retrograde. So at the time, Saturn was not retrograde. It was in Capricorn still. Um, but it was direct in Capricorn. and Saturn next week is the day before the full moon, in fact, is retrograding back into Capricorn. So maybe you could rethink over some habits that you perhaps set intentions in the beginning of the year to develop um, or some ways of being something like that. but Utaraishaada is also, so it's in Sagittarius, which has this connection to, Um, philosophy like thinking of the greater good and so does Aquarius in some ways and Saturn is in Aquarius right now it's retrograding through Aquarius but the day before the full moon it will retrograde back into Capricorn but so this nakshatra also bridges over Sagittarius and Capricorn but just so happens that the the moon will actually be on the Sagittarius side at the time of the full moon but pretty shortly while the moon is still full it will move into Capricorn um so that's a thing so we have all this like energy around Sagittarius Capricorn Aquarius um Saturn elements like what habits are you working on trying to improve what habits can you go back to what maybe intentions related to like process intentions habit intentions Did you set at the beginning of the year and have you had victory over that? Have you incorporated that into your way of being? Or if not, how could you kind of set your intention for the rest of the year to step into this new way of being that you might have been working on all year or something like that? I hope that makes sense. Um, So to just kind of like recap and, you know, I always like to give you a straightforward recap at the end so that you know it's a little more actionable the episodes to give you like kind of next steps something to think about so of course I will do a sign by sign in the membership that will drop at the same time I will put out the sign by sign so you can just look up your rising and moon sign and I will tell you more specifically what area of life this could be related to for you but um just in general, this full moon is happening in Sagittarius in Uttarashada, So I'm encouraging you to look back over the past six months since January. What ways of being have you had victory over? If not, you know, if you feel like you haven't kind of set out to, if you didn't set a new moon intention in January or you can't access that or you didn't set a, a New Year's resolution or something. Um, Maybe related to the Saturn retrograde, what ways of being are you trying to incorporate? and what, um, old ways of being could you have victory over to kind of step into the second half of the year with, you know, more victory more so so it's it could be a time of having like really noble aspirations because Sagittarius does kind of bring that and an optimistic outlook, but, um, Just be careful not to overextend yourself with these all these retrogrades going on this month, Saturn retrograde, Jupiter will be going retrograde later in the month. Um, it could be a time of kind of peeling back of if you felt overextended. But now the specific journal prompts I'd like to offer you related to this full moon are to just look back over the past six months, like over 2022 and look at what you have accomplished so far and like really make a good inventory. Even if you didn't set intentions, like I know it can be kind of hard sometimes to really like pat ourselves on the back and write down our accomplishments and, and do that. So take some time to do that. What have you accomplished so far this year? I'm sure you have accomplished something. So think about that and think about what a final victory would look like to you over any of these accomplishments. So maybe maybe these are outcome related accomplishments. Maybe you have checked things off of lists, right? Uh, or maybe you haven't. Maybe they have been process late related accomplishments. And related to the Saturn retrograde, process accomplishments are great. Like maybe, your accomplishment is you've stayed really on top of the dishes and laundry. Like that is a huge accomplishment. Or something you know what I mean? It's some maybe it's something like that. I don't know. Or it could be like you've refined your process with something related to work or home or or like wherever Sagittarius falls for you. So if you're in the membership, I'll tell you directly where Sagittarius falls for you and what that could mean. If you're not in the membership and you want to dive a little deeper with some self-study, you can grab the chart decoder on my website. You'll go to yogiscopes.com chart. Make sure you get your Vedic chart. And then at the bottom of that page, there's a little section that says need more guidance. And you can sign up there. Or you can go to yogiscopes.com slash decoder. That's D-E-C-O-D-E-R. Like chart, birth chart decoder. And you can sign up and get the worksheet. And you also... Um, get access to a more in-depth birth chart calculator you get emails explaining all of that once you sign up for it Um, yeah so you can start diving into it more deeply for yourself about where Sagittarius is for you where the Saturn retrograde is happening yeah and just start learning about your chart and learning about these things Um, anyway so what can you close out related to to intentions uh you set earlier in the year. So maybe you, it's actually physically checking things off the to-do list or maybe it's just letting goals fall away because you've realized that they're not aligned for you right now. Or maybe it's you've reached a point with a process goal where it's just automatic now. So maybe that's it. So I want you to celebrate some wins right now with this full moon. And, um... Yeah, so I think I think celebrating wins, celebrating your accomplishments over the past six months will really let you look at what you need to reinforce or um, step into for the second half of the year. So for what it's worth, yeah, look back, do a, a accomplishment inventory, a gift inventory for the first half of 2022, I hope. Yeah, I hope you find some gems in there and are able to celebrate some of your wins. And if you want to share them with me, please do share them on social media. I'd be happy to share it, give you a shout out. I love hearing from you all. And as always, I hope you are able to find some resources on my website to help you dive deeper into this stuff if you so wish. Or you can always reach out to me as a resource or book a reading if you want some one-on-one attention related to something that comes up. So happy manifesting with the moon hope y'all join us at the moon day on monday we'll do a little more work with this and yeah oh yeah don't forget you can also dm me and get a free pass to wednesday's 8 a.m eastern time live flow class if you want to so thanks for being here i appreciate y'all have a happy full moon